on the screen. Yeah, baby boy, we here, man. It's your boy, Ari Starks here, man. Dolo today, but no problemo. Actually, I'm going to take this off because I want you to see me, see my shit on here. There we go. But yeah, this is your boy, Ari Starks. One one part of the Get Your Bars Off podcast team, whenever and wherever you listen to this joint, man. Thank you for listening, and we love the support. And while you're listening, go on, follow us on all streaming platforms. Follow at Get Your Bars Off Pod on Twitter. Get Your Bars Off Podcast on all other platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, you name it. We on there. Um, follow me at Ari Starks and follow the home team. Follow everybody else. You can check them out on um, Get Your Bars Off Pod, Twitter. Follow, find all of their names on there. Follow the fam. But yes, intro was Crumbling Herb by Outcast. Yo, you already know what it is, man. I ain't get to spend 420 with y'all, but we about to do it up today, man. I'm got to find my Fonto first. But I got the trees. I got a little drinky drink. And I got some edibles. I got to find where I put the edibles. Well, I know where they at. I just got to go get them. Two seconds. Okay, I am losing everything today, but that's okay, because we're still going to get high, and still have a good time. Damn, I really am always losing shit, though, but it is what it is, but we got a lot to talk about today, man. We got AEW, New Japan's collab, we got playoff updates, we got Snowfall, episode 10 recap, a lot to go on, man. Ugh, look, like I got a crazy bang. But yeah, man, it's so much we got to talk about, man. I don't know even where to start with y'all.
Well, we're going to take tight laces out of hope. All right, people, it's time to get trippy. Uh, got my Fonso, got my papers, got my weed, got my edibles. It's time to turn up. What's going on, Fras? Yo, tap in with me, bro. Let me know if you, you'll pull up for real. For we need to talk some AEW New Japan. I need to know what people's dream matches is for the five AEW versus New Japan dream matches by the end of this show. Let me know what y'all got. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, where were we? Let's see. Let's go down the line though. Let's start. Let's see what I got on this joint. All right, all right, all right. So once again, I still want to um give a rest in peace to DJ K Slay. Um, we lost him this week. If you didn't catch the last show, we did do a recap, uh, not reopen it. Um just a remembrance of him and the impact that he had on our youth with the DJ, DJing the mixtape game. And also just shout out to him being the great artist that he was finding about his, his um, tagging and graffiti work in the eighties. Um, on top of that, man, um, NBA playoffs, just a quick update right now. What we're looking at playoff games, um, Boston up to warm Brooklyn, it's this is just annoying at this point. A whole 17 point comeback at that. Like we I don't know what's going on with this defense right now. And the fact that you got Steve Nash sitting there looking stupid and Ben Simmons right along with him. Like we need some type of defensive presence on this damn court. Um Kyrie stunk it up coming off that that 39 point game with only 10 points this game. And then KD is still not finding his groove. Like the second half, I think he was like 0 for 10 from the field goal. So that was nasty to see. Uh, and then the only people that were working out on the team were the people I asked for last podcast to turn up, the role players. And now since the role players turn up, now the superstars don't want to show up. Like we need to work hand in hand, boss. And I don't know what's going on, but fuck that shit. Shout out to Jason Tatum, man. Because this dude continues to show his clutch factor game after game, man. And playoffs is the time where it's heightened and all those eyes are on you to see it. And, boy, he is cooking right now, man. That dude has been showing the fuck out. I can't even cap, man. Um, I want to give another shout-out to uh, – give me a sec. I got to uh, – I want to give a uh, 
where to go, pardon me. But um, yeah, like I said, Jason Tatum and what he's doing. And like I said, shout out to uh, Marcus Smart. That's what I was thinking of. Yes, he won Defensive Player of the Year. That's good to see. I mean, it's he deserves it. He's been putting in work immensely on a defensive end for the team. And it's just good to see these young dudes, you know what I'm saying, outside of the – I think he's the first guard to win it in a, lot, in a, in a while, too, if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, though, like, you always see the centers and the guy who got the most blocks and such, but I feel it was way more than that with with uh, Marcus Smart, where you need that guy to be the scrappy one to get them steals and get those get those those little clutch blocks or 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 charges or any of those nature. I feel he's definitely one of those guys to do that. And I'm speaking about another guy who came in very clutch on the defensive end for their team, but got to give a shout out to um, Marcus Smart, Jason Tatum and the Celtics, man. They've been, they're doing the work that Brooklyn should be doing. And it's, it's, it's just getting annoying to see right now. Like y'all down 2-0, 2-0. Y'all need to get your head in the game. Like y'all need to get your head in the game. I'm talking to y'all like y'all, like this high school musical or something. Like this is sick. And the thing is, you got James Harden right on the other side, day up, 3-0. But it's not even because of him. It's because of Embiid. So this is like, I don't know. Oh, it's just, this is just getting annoying at this point, man. It's getting annoying. But um, I said, give me a second. What else? Who else? What else? What else happened? Um, what the fuck else happened? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What's his name? Yeah, Caruso. His crazy stop on what's his name, Giannis. That was crazy to see. I mean, I don't want to sit there and say like it was the, like it was just super, super like locked down or any of that nature. But the dude did do the. Like, he was there in the clutch, in the very, very clutch moment, and that was really dope to see. Like got that charge right then and there. Like you got it. Oh, that was really good. That's playoff basketball right there, man. When you got people who are willing to like do whatever they can do, whatever they can do to make sure they're getting ahead or keep the keep their win intact, any of that nature, man, they're they're on it, bro. And I just love to see it right now. I really do. Like I really do all of that. I guess I gotta do it the other way. Give me a second. Cause I want y'all to see this play.
So peep this. Please peep this play. Such a clutch moment, dog. Such a clutch moment. Shout out to Alex. Giannis grabs the rebound. Five seconds left. And offense. Offensive foul. Offense. And who is it? There's five Caruso's out there, Bulls Nation. We're going to see that one more time because it happened so quick. Goal. Giannis grabs the rebound. Five seconds left. And offense. Offensive foul. Offense. And who is it? There's five Caruso's out there, Bulls Nation. Same. Alex Caruso put the clamps on Giannis for the offensive man. Man, don't tell me LA lost in that trade. Don't tell me LA lo really lost out on Alex Caruso. Boy, that's fucking crazy, man. What a great moment for him, dog. Shout out to Alex Caruso for real, for real. Um, another um like another moment to look at. Shout out to Joel Embiid, man. This dude, Joel Embiid, continues and continues to, like, just wow people at the center um, position. This dude is having clutch three-point shots from the – in the clutch, clutch, clutch moment. Over two – like – I get KD, he's a little sleeker, can move a little faster, but Embiid is big as hell, bro. And he's doing shit like this. Everybody in the building, the catch, the turn, the shot. Look at the Philly bench, they're loving it. Wow. I am speechless. Embiid catch, turn, two Raptors on him, it doesn't matter. It's Joel Embiid's world. We're just living in it right now. I'm telling you, bro. Give, give Embiid the MVP, man. Just give it to him, man. Like, what are we doing? Like, really, what are we doing? It's it's not even a – I don't even think it's a race anymore. I don't. At this point, like, he's doing, like, three up. Three up. And then talk shit to Drake right in his face. Like, yo, I'm not saying that Drake is, like, they don't be all or anything, but just, like, yeah, nigga, like, ang like, yeah. Take that, too, back to Toronto. You heard? Drake's like, oh, yeah, I'm coming back for the 3-1. Man, it's about to be quiet. Bring them brooms out. Bring them brooms out. But, nah, man, like I said, this shit, super crazy, super, super crazy, um, day of basketball for that and update for what we got right now uh let me see let me see let me see let me see i know i last i seen it, that memphis and minnesota yep grizzlies came out with the uh win they up to one okay that was good to see mavericks are up 68 51 at halftime the series is these series are starting to come along, man. That's really good to see, man. I'm, I'm happy about that. Um, I just really wish Brooklyn would get their shit together. That's all I'm that's all I'm wishing for right now, to be honest with you. But moving on from there, man. Um, let's see what we got next. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, I talked about that. 
talk about that. All right. Well, I mean, while I'm here, I did watch uh, Twerk versus Snake Eyes earlier today. Just to catch up, I feel like I've been pretty late on battles lately, but I mean, it is what it is. I have not been like super, super, I guess, excited about battle rap like I used to be. But unless like certain certain cards do still excite me, like I'm still a fan, but I'm not like a, I'm not a mark for it like that anymore. But I still love battle rap through and through. Um, what was I about to type? Uh, yes. New Jersey with the Z. Work. T versus Snake Eyes. Now, build up for this battle. Obviously, everybody knows what, what happened with the situation with his title, with Snake Eyes' title belt, all of that nature. I ain't really here to speak on all that shit right now. But what I will speak on is this battle and how both of these guys needed this battle. I know that was so unhealthy. Pardon the God. But I feel like both of these guys really needed this battle. Twerk coming off of the, the choking and all of that nature. And then you got, uh, what's his name? Snake Eyes losing his title. Like, literally, not like, oh, damn, I lost it somewhere in the park. No, this nigga literally, somebody confiscated this gentleman's this gentleman's stuff. It was very sad to see. But we're here now. These two guys are supposed to battle somewhere. They got, I forgot what happened, but we're here now. I don't give a fuck about all the stupid little politics, all that shit. We're here now, twerk versus snake eyes outside, midnight madness. You got all the motherfuckers around in these from battle rapper there. I seen Calico there, Gwitty. I heard surf in the background. I seen Bill Collector in the middle. And we mean this shit was cramped. This shit was crammed, man. It looked like like niggas couldn't breathe in this bitch, man. But I love that essence though. That essence of that type of environment always makes the battle the intensity all of that shit even the reactions better but and thankfully the the content that we got from both of them was good um first round i i thought it was both it was pretty even because the main thing and i think the judges said the same thing but i think it's pretty easy to come up with come off of the takeaway from this battle was that snake eyes was very direct in his lines snake eyes is a person that studies when he goes when he's going against his opponent he's studying every little nuance of things that he feels that he can take you know saying a stab at and i love that about him like why not do your homework if you're not out here doing your homework on your opponent what, what what's the point like he's coming out here just to spit random bars okay that's cool that's 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 the old essence of shit but shit evolves over time man and you got to get with it like, not everybody can just sit there and give you random bars that will wow a crowd. And, uh, like, Twerk is a rare few. Like, Twerk, Danny, you know what I'm saying, Rum. Mainly, like, people who are really good with their punchlines. But other than that, man, not everybody can really just be spitting a bunch of random shit to the point that people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? But Snake Eyes doesn't have to worry about that. 
because he knew what the task he had at hand. He had New Jersey twerk. He made sure he crafted his angles correctly. Uh, the punches were really nice. The assemblies were really nice. I thought he he really didn't have nothing really bad in my in my opinion from his rounds. I thought he came fully prepared, locked and loaded, all of that. Um, on twerk, on the other hand, same thing. He has some snake lines, but they were like it was more wit and like creativity that definitely gets New Jersey twerk over. That somebody that who is can be talking directly to twerk and such like that, twerk will be saying stuff that's just like, man, I just haven't heard this type of shit before. Like the little shit that he said, like something about mama snake, and I know she having a hissy fit, like. May maybe how fucking campy or corny that really is is clever as shit though, you know. And I just gotta commend that part. No, I'm not saying that that's a fucking big Gerald bar or no shit like that. But it's just a clever bar, you know what I'm saying? Just to play around. And what Twerk had a lot of those, a lot of those, and he always gonna have a lot of those. And coming out clean, even when he had the moment where it was like, oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry, not choking, but it was just a little stumbles. And it just you see how you like what do you say? It was a little stumble, and look how like look how you handled that. Like craziness, craziness, bro. And I think just the pure rawness and disrespect and just grittiness that you got from both sides, but really twerk side, because it was parts of that battle. Snake was trying to be a little too friendly after twerk was like. Yo, touch me again. I'm going to fuck you up. Like, and that nigga was on some chill, chill, chill shit. But be bumping every other nigga. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, the tension was there. I, like I said, the rounds, I believe. I, I feel like if I had to score it off first watch, I'll probably say I might have edged. Might edge Snake the first, maybe. Just how very even killed they were, and I felt like he came out, he came out with some fire shit. But I feel once Twerk got a little bit more direct in that second round, and then goes into that third round where he pretty much literally like shits on his whole career. I feel like he he kind of puts the nail in the coffin. Well, I think that was kind of like the second round, and then the third round with the whole belt situation was kind of like the nail in the coffin. So. I definitely can go 2-1 clear. I mean, I can see how y'all go with the 3-0. Like twerk first round was good also. But I feel like I don't want I don't want Snake Eyes. And it's not a pity round or any of that nature. I just do feel like the directness and like the crafting of the round was like, yo, he really paid attention to everything and followed little lines that you had to be. I guess you had to be around for to know, but with this type of crowd you would i'm i'm accepting those type of lines this is battle rap culture at its finest i would expect most of these people to know some of the shit he's talking about if you follow new jersey twerk so with that being said i could take it a good 2-1 new jersey twerk um this still doesn't take twerk out the doghouse for me for me at least like i said i'm not not smack or any of them niggas but for me at least where am I checking for twerk or asking for him to be on any cards or like, oh no, I got us like no, nah, not really. Like, I mean, if he gets if he gets booked on the card, yo, shout out to him, get your bag. But my expectations 
are always going are going to like for the time being will be low for New Jersey twerk. You know what I'm saying? So if I see three good rounds, golf clap, then move on. You know what I'm saying? Like I was telling my homie, like, yo, that's funny. Like, yo, because Snake Eye says, like, you're the first person to go on, to get on Battle Rap Punishment. And in a sense, in my mind, like, he's on, like, Battle Rap Academic Probation, in a sense, where it's like, yo, yeah, you fucked up, but I'm still going to watch, but don't expect nothing, no type of, like, hurrahs or anything if you're doing good. Like, my nigga, that's just... You got a lot more to go till you off this list, in my eyes. In my eyes, I know I'm only one person though, but neither here nor there. Shout out to them too, getting that battle done. That's good to see for the culture. Uh, moving on, let's see what else do we got next. We got next niggas. What we got next niggas? Well, we at the half an hour mark. We can get our first wave of the weekend. We're going to keep it in the 420 um, waves because 420 was a dope, little cool vibe night for me, man. And hopefully y'all let me know what y'all's was like. But I'm going to get into another record real quick. Give me one sec, y'all. Oh, I still have that up. Okay. Let's see. Well, shout out to Wiz Khalifa. He put Taylor Alderdice on streaming platforms for 420. I think same as he did with putting Cushion OJ on on streaming platforms, uh, I think like two 420s ago or so. Still not. I mean, they never been part two still. Yeah. But still happy he did that. But man, it's going back and listening to this tape, man. It's still so, so good to listen to. Even though they changed the sample to Mia Wallace, I live. I will live but the song we are going to play hmm we're gonna go with the grinder Take one with us, made man. Ain't nobody making bigger. Got the book of flight to 
niggas trying to take them with us. You niggas are small, dog. Me, I'm thinking bigger. Critics comment on how I'm smoking weed and drinking liquor. On how I was nominated, but not the winner. But you should start counting on how I drop it this year. Yeah, that was my joint right there, man. Quick little record, but man, when that tape came out, we talk about oh man, this edible is good as hell. Hold on a second. I might be fucked up later, but this shit good as hell. Mm-mm. Damn. Why the tie? Why the tie? But yeah. When I first heard that tape, you talking about following, this is following Cushion Orange Juice and then the impact that that had. And to follow up with a tape like this, man, so smooth, man. Definitely reason why when you talk about blog era and mixtapes, you got to have Wiz in that conversation of some of the best, some of the best, just the cool sounds and the waves he was on during that time was so, so, so cool to be just outside during that, man. Let's see us roll up some of this cherry lemonade. And let's see, what do we get into next? What do I want to get into next? <laughs> oh, wait, I got my my docket right here. All right. Let's get into some wrestling. We outside. Actually, let me go in. Let me send some of the homies some joints real quick. Yo, Fries, Cole, what do y'all niggas pull up to talk this top five AW Dream versus New Japan Dream matches? And I'm off of Edible. It's lit. I just put the link in the chat. Pull up. What is wrong with you, Ari? <laughs> You're talking AW versus New you know, Japan. I'm not joking, but he like talking to me like it's listening. So like, we ain't got no choice right now. Like, I got to find headsets. Nigga, like, damn. Word. I was not ready for this. <laughs> this is what you do to your friends. You put them on spots like this. But nah, like I said, 
Um, we'll start with real quick Monday Night Raw. Austin Theory beats Finn Balor for the United States Championship. What is next for Finn Balor? Because we clearly see what's next for Austin Theory. But man, it's just looking like it's not it's not going down like that for my boy Finn Balor, Finn Balor anymore. Like those days of Finn Balor after getting the US, I mean winning the United what is it called? The what is that thing called? Universal title, like this nigga. Out of what? Arise the Kraken. <laughs> she woke up from her slumber. Hi <laughs> guys. This is edible, good as hell. I'm eating. <laughs> I'm eating yours though. What? Yeah, I can't come find them. They don't talk the refrigerator. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. No, they're not. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm make sure the baby ain't got no apple. I make sure. You make sure. I haven't have you seen the little. Pretty pebbles have you said no. Mm. Tell me, have you seen her? What? Have you seen her? I hear my face everywhere they go. Edible. On the street, and maybe at the picture. <laughs> have you seen her? Have you seen her? Well, they can see my own. Tell me, have you seen her? They can see my Neo Soul braids. Break it down. Why? Oh, why? Did you have to what? Evan, come yeah. on. Yeah, for thinking for they thinking about oh my god, the edible's hidden. I'm slurring my words. <laughs> if you don't have kids, don't Can have kids. Mommy? I mean, but yo, out. Come on now, bro. Yo, but yeah, but let me about to get well, since you here, What's I can up? wait for them. You want to get into the snowfall? We can. Yeah. Get out. Yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna mm, hold yeah, on, we gonna, back, word. We can get into the snowfall real quick. Why would you take that chair and launch it? I don't know. It looked comfortable. It's the nut chair. The nut right. Yeah, I think this chair is for people who don't have testicles. Like me? Yeah. Snowfall. <laughs> JP <yet>. Episode <laughs> 10. Season finale. Day outside. Outside, because this probably outside of the like episode five and six, this might be one of the best episodes. Doing the most. Oh my god, I don't even know where to start. We're gonna start with the fact that Teddy took seventy million out of Frankie's bank account. Seven? What you mean? Seventeen? Seven? No, seven D. <laughs> seven zero. Seventy-three to be exact. Yeah, seventy-three out of Franklin's bank account. Like that shit was just like. And then we started to try to divvy this shit up with his man's like, yo. And then tried to act like I wasn't going to know that 70 million or 73 million wasn't missing out of my account. Nigga, I'm going to shoot you. But the thing is, though, I knew Teddy was going to start playing that dumbfounded shit. Of course. I knew it. I but just couldn't. I just didn't want it to go before. In episode nine, when Franklin told Teddy he was through. Teddy didn't even want to shake up and stand stand up and shake his hand. Mm-hmm. Teddy was like, eh, "Nigga, <laughs> like, nigga, what? You quit, huh? Nigga, I'm supposed to fire you." So yeah, we're gonna start there. Cause Teddy, where's my money? Yeah, cause that yo, 
I've never seen Franklin. Where is my money? Franklin been on shit. This is the the Franklin that loses 73 million and turns to a demon. That nigga should have been outside season one. That's the Franklin that we like. I'm gonna get us out of everything. Like I'm gonna get us out of everything else. <laughs> Every motherfucking thing else. That's that Franklin. Yo, this not this nigga is on some motherfucking like. I don't even know. Like why? Why he wasn't moving like this when but, Scully and these niggas was wilding? Like because this Franklin got time. Yo, he got a lot of time. He got time. Like, who the fuck y'all thought y'all was? He got time, I, but he don't got time. No, at the he same got time. time because he just asked this girl to fucking marry him. Mm-hmm. He got a kid on the way. Mm-hmm. This Franklin got fucking time. But he don't got time because he's losing all these fucking properties. Because you broke. And all the properties you bought was in South Central. So you extra broke. Because we all saw don't be a menace in society while drinking your juice in South Central. It's juice in the hood, but you use it in there, you in the ball. But I mean, clearly it was in South Central. It could have been in Atlanta. For they were in South Central. <laughs> Them niggas could have been in Atlanta. South Central. You got it, Chief. <laughs> Yo, this edible is really starting to hit. But <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I can feel it in my eyes. I told you that shit wasn't no joke. Give me more. Give me, give me more. More. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever Britney Spears said. I feel. Give me more. <laughs> but then, let me tell you something. I feel the way because. Wait, hold on. What was Veronique going to do? She's like, you know, this is what I meant to do. And I'm know. like, she what the fuck me. is you about to do? Like, she, take this nigga to a hotel and scam him? Like, fuck she, she reminds me of a big toe. So I don't know what she was going to do. She but, was in that underground show. But I feel like Louie. Oh, uh, Louie got, oh, man. Auntie. Mm-mm. She ain't auntie no more. She, bitch. You, you definitely could have plugged Franklin in or gave him the drop. Because had it not been for you, you would had it not been for Franklin, you wouldn't have been living this luxury that you live in. Not at all. You would have been Claudia's little hoe you in the still, club. You still would have been fighting Jerome bitches in the front yard. You would have been a yeah, lesbian's okay. whore. Yeah, okay. So Louie acted funny. And then you will have Bo pull out pull out his joint. Yo put it to the back of Franklin's head. Bitch, yo, are you for this real? fiend for hire ass nigga, yo. I swear to God. No, for real. <laughs> he really a fiend for hire, bro. That shit is dumb funny to me. Like that nigga really get paid in cocaine. Like he aggravated. And then the fact that this nigga really was a Power Ranger. Oh my god. That's this is almost equivalent to Chris Evans playing Jake Wilder in motherfucking not another team movie. Like you just 180 Joe whole shit, my nigga. Like, I love Jake Wilder. I, but you the character wise, this shit is a 180, like. Oh my god, that shit to be having me dying seeing all the shit that this nigga do. But um after that, like I said, like I said, Franklin's on the run after he gets dubbed by Louie, and he said, All right, word about to rob me a nigga, rob me or rob me a nigga, rob me or rob me a auntie. There's no way you took everything they had at the stash spot. And then after you take everything at the stash spot, you go to the hospital 
and you tell Kang, like, yeah, Louie did it. What? It was Louie. Bro, what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> like season six ain't about to be nothing but shooting. Yeah, it's gonna be a whole lot of gunshots. Yeah, that's really. I don't know why. Like, first of all, bro, could just said it out loud. Because how did you get past? How did you get past? Season six man? is gonna be nothing but gunshots. It really is, yo. Like, and I can't fucking wait. Because Louie, I loved you. I've been riding you for riding with you for fit for six for five seasons. I'm gonna say female pause. Right. For five <laughs> seasons. I've been riding with you for five seasons. And then you get to season five. And you pull this bullshit. Absolutely not. Goddamn Tom Foolery. Like so I at said, this point. You can bury your neck to Claudia. Right. So at this point. We definitely Ryan with fucking Franklin because let this man sell his drugs in peace. What are you talking about? I don't understand. I just feel like it's no way. Because not for nothing, if Franklin wouldn't never have went to jail, Louis, you would have never met the plug. So what are you talking about? Mm. What are you talking about right now? Holy and Louie, you only about. met the plug because Franklin trusted you enough Come on. to let you meet the plug. Come on. If anything, he could have put Jerome in that spot. And let Jerome remember, remember, but I give you gotta give her the, you gotta give her, her the benefit of the doubt. She, Not giving Louis shit. No, because she he did come to her in the sense of like, yo, if I'm believe if I anybody can be able to get this shit moving, auntie can. I gotta give him that get credit. I'm like, not giving Louis shit. That's like, only thing Louis, I can give her. Louis got it moving out of state, yes, but in state, as far as the state of California is concerned, Franklin moved all of that shit. Yo, Teddy was petty too. Like, yo, if you just want to buy some braces, get it off Louis. Oh, three million of my dollars, nigga. I'm about to beat your ass in here. What are you talking about? Ooh. Nasty work. And then you got Leon talking about going to Africa with his crackhead. Yo, yo, what I tell you about that Wanda slander? Wanda's a crackhead. I mean, it doesn't change the fact. She is a beautiful a crackhead. Woman. She is a beautiful Crackheads woman. Ahead. Who the white man? The white man's fucking guinea pig project on our brothers and sisters don't affected. Man, please, can I have another? Affected hit? this don't young man, queen. Yo, nah. See, I gotta get my brother Kyrone on. Y'all fuck, is a crackhead. Y'all got me fucked up around here. Crackhead. Y'all got me fucked up. And it's okay. Y'all got me. We didn't fucked love up. Whitney no less, and she was a crackhead. Yo, too. relax. I'm not about to relax. Fucking relax. Every time it comes to a female, yo, you know this is this is her. She's fucking. Every time you talk to a female crackhead, you get fickle. all sensitive. Fickle. Never. Fickle. Never. <laughs> you see how she do our black queens? Oh my god, I am a black queen. Nah, nah, you looking real Susan B. Anthony over there? Not Susan. I'm trying to tell you, man. Kyrie, just go and sage the place up real quick, man. Get that negative energy out of here. Because I don't know what negative that, energy. Because I, I said Wanda was a crackhead. It's negative energy. It's, you gotta Wanda leave is, with love. She is a woman on a path Wanda of reformity. She is a woman on the path. Was she not a crackhead? Of reformity. Was she a crackhead? 
Was she a crackhead? She was in the sunken place. She was a crackhead, Ari. She was in the sunken place. Shut up. Like I was saying, she she got her goddamn passport. Crackhead. She got her goddamn passport, and crackhead. she ready to go wherever Leon ready to go. That's this nigga Leon. Leon said, "Yeah, baby, let's go to Africa, and I'll figure out, you know, whatever." Messed up between us. We'll cross that bridge when we get But hold there. up, mind you, this nigga sitting there sad as fuck. He not king of the projects no more. Leon not king of the projects no more. Big he Crip not. is now. Word. Big Crip now. Big Crip is oh, uh, sure. king of the project. That nigga like, oh, oh, I'm I'm the boss now? He said so. I wish he had suspenders when he said that. Like, what he really oh, said oh, I'm was, the boss he was now? Like, so everybody got an answer to me? So yeah, everybody got it. Yeah, I wish he just sat to see with suspenders on it. Like, so everybody got an answer to me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> the boss now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as soon as it happened, them niggas had a barbecue. Word, that was cooking out playing Ding space. Ding dong, shit. Sharif is gone. Playing space and shit, chilling. Hey man, that nigga was trying to start the Panthers, nigga. Man, fuck that shit, cat. <laughs> Yo, he really was mad he couldn't restart the Panthers. Yo, Leon was so sad. He was like, yo, you know, we could just all get out too. And the nigga was like, what? <laughs> but when he put him on, when it was like, yo, yo, they about to do the bill, but the three strike rule pretty much like gearing up to that shit. Well, not gearing up, but his dinner was like the pre, it was like the prequel to the three strike rule. Where one one what do they say one gram of cocaine is like or one gram of crack some is like a hundred grams of a uh, powder or some right. shit like that, which is fucking insane. But still, they once they cracked down on the shit, yes, a lot of black men started going out in numbers. Crash, crash units that and then comes the three strike rule. Then comes uh, into Ronald Reagan and enter George Bush. Mm. Pretty much Reaganomics part two. It just got crazy. And so when Leon's telling them, like, yo, it's time to get out, I just sit there and wonder, like, were there really people that was paying attention to that shit? It was like, yo. No, but you let gotta me figure move. Leon was a little bit smarter than the average nigga. Because at the end of the day, Leon still had that Franklin foundation. I won't say that he was smarter because he is smart, but he got put into he got put into a situation where he was like. I just need an outlet outside of this. And but you gotta remember, Leon didn't want to do this shit after he killed Khadijah and Scully little girl. True. He was through at that point. That's true. Because he never meant to kill that little girl. That's true. So once that occurred, Leon been trying to get out. But remember last season, Franklin was told that nigga like, I just lost Jerome and Louie. You're not going anywhere. Okay. So because I don't have Jerome and Louie, your ass is stuck. That's what it's yeah, on. Pretty much. That shit good, yo. I know. It tastes like oranges. I know. That's why I'm as drunk as I am now. Right. But yeah, like that situation, like I said, I thought Leon was dying tonight. I mean, on that. I show. definitely thought Leon was gonna die. My predictions I was never gonna watch it again. My predictions who was I thought was gonna die was either Jerome or Leon. If Leon dies, whatever episode Leon dies in, I'm never watching Snowfall after that. I don't give a fuck what happens because Leon is dead. And I love Leon. That's my that's my hobby too. That's, that's my, my fucking hobby. boy. But yo, but you already know they, they almost got me because they killed fucking Abby, y'all. They fuck, killed Abby. Fuck that. 
the DEA picked up Loso. What the fuck is going on? Hold that thought. We're gonna get into that. But they that fucking Russian Cuban like KGB like cold with this nigga. I don't lie. This nigga is that nigga right there is America's worst nightmare. You're Russian lie. and Cuban, and you coming after us, nigga. We don't know where you're coming from. Out of line. They they are petrified of that Outta man. Line. In the Cold War era, that's a man you need to be scared of. Russian and Cuba. That they scared of the they scared of Cuba because of the Russians. Because what do you want? <laughs> like that's that's the question. What do you want? He want death to America. Like that <laughs> nigga. And the crazy part is, for nine episodes straight, he had us thinking like, oh, he riding with sissy. I write in school. He write with sissy. All of a sudden, in the episode nine, this nigga acting crazy. He breaking in the Ivy spot. And then episode ten, we open up and you didn't kidnap. It's Ivy for crying out loud. I ain't gonna lie. I feel. I feel you. What I feel like some things that they gave us in these last this last episode, they should have gave us like a little bit earlier. Flesh, flesh this I'm out a, a little bit I'm more. Cause a, like, I'm damn, a, out of nowhere. I'm gonna tell you right now. This whole season, I have not been feeling this whole season. Yeah, I agree. Because this whole season has either been too fast or too information. It's been it's been it's been too many hijinks. It's been a lot this whole it's season. been like for me, it's been too many hijinks. So then when we get to episode 10, it's just like everything we wanted all season is happening in episode 10. And I was sitting there like, okay, wait a fucking second. So I feel like I oh. feel like what was it? Like episode 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 seven. Seven and eight were like filler. I honestly no, eight was good. Eight was a good episode. No, 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 not eight, not eight. Nine, I mean. Holding, nine was a good episode. Holding all one through nine episodes. Which episode? Which 10? episode was when um the cop shot came? That was eight or nine? It was eight. Yeah, eight was a good episode. The whole I, I'm gonna be real. All episodes between one and nine to me were damn near fillers. Mm-hmm. Cause it's just like I'm just watching this shit build up. Like, what can we really take away? Like, it's nothing to take away from episodes. But ten, the season finale took the whole season. The only takeaway I got from from this season so far is what is that Louis don't want to fuck with Franklin no more. Right. Franklin is mad about that and trying to find ways to appease Teddy. That's back back in the shit, and that's about it. That's really it. Where's my nigga Oso? Oso's just, not Oso to, has literally just been hanging around. He's just literally been a side piece character. Oso is literally about to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yo, just really think about like what Oso was in the first couple seasons compared to now. Like this nigga's literally just fucking the Robin to Teddy's Batman. Yeah, hey, about to go to jail for the rest of his life. Yeah, so with that, so when they have dude who was working with the um the cop, what was I forgot what her name was? I don't know. The one that also we shot. We gonna call her Blanca because every right. bitch that act like yeah. her is Blanca. Right. So, so super. So Snowfall Blanca. Mm-hmm. After after also popped her, we thought that was a done deal. That whole situation was done. But obviously, dude, after that situation, went on a hunt to find what happened to his partner, mm-hmm. and they kind of just let it kind of sit to the side. Now they kind of spun the block this season mm-hmm. with him working with. Um, the, DEA. the DEA. Well, I think he was always DEA, but he just pretty much put the pieces back together. Which is he working with the 
KGB dudes or is like I think like where did he come from? I think he's working with the DEA. No, he is DEA to get rid of the CIA. And while he's trying to get rid get rid of the CIA, what is the what hmm. is the FBG? The KGB. The KGB is going to come in and abrupt all of this because remind you, Ivy reminded Ruben that Teddy is no longer CIA. Well, yeah, well, he's the guy. He, that's what Ivy was telling dude. It was like, mm-hmm. yo, he's a contractor. Mm-hmm. So now that's the thing. So yeah, I, I, I'm just really. That's one thing I feel like they definitely didn't really line up correctly with the whole di the DEA. They definitely didn't back. line that up correctly because like two, like God forbid, you started watching the episode or watching this watching the show this season, mm-hmm. you would have just thought the DEA just out of nowhere grabbed Oso. Right. Out of nowhere. Well, we all know that either this thing has been watching also or Teddy set him up. I feel Teddy probably set him I up. I know Teddy set him up because once that lamp broke in that house. But they didn't break the track or anything. They didn't break it. didn't it. have to break the tracker, but you know if you pick up a. a yeah. If well, you what if break, that was the DH track? Whoever tracker is, once you pick up a tractor, a tractor, yeah, they can hear how close your voice is, how far it is, what's going on. How do you know this? Don't worry about how do I know this. Okay. Once this lamp broke in this house, they knew what type of time it was. Like, bitches started whispering and shit around the house. Like, she didn't say any much, too much of anything until this nigga got home, and even then they had the conversation outside. Have you put a tracker on somebody? Arian, don't worry about what I'm doing outside of this. All right. Okay. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I'm still interested. Like I said, I got to, I'm going to have to look more into this shit with the whole DEA dude. But like I said, that's the only weirdest thing with me. Like how they, how did he get back? How did he find out or get back on the tail of Oso and them? That's all I want to know. Because like I said, I feel like it just happened out of nowhere. But um, what else happened of interest? Um, like pretty much Louis and Jerome reacting to what um Franklin did, him rolling with the twins, which is interesting because I thought the twins was working with Peaches on that whole situation, but that's I guess not. But that's another thing. They just dead at that shit. That was another thing. Because we never gonna season. touch back on this Peaches shit. Like that was weird as fuck to me. Like so we not weird. gonna touch back on Peaches at all. That's like I saying. know D Ray is not having like D Ray must be. Music room must be thriving right now. We not gonna touch back on peaches at all, at all. He just go die a crackhead. That's crazy. That's sad. That's, That's sad as fuck. Crazy to me. I'm trying to think what else happened. Um, Mary. Um, mm. I'm trying to make sure I ain't tripping. Well, we know next season. By the time next season come around, Bo gonna be done lost his job with the LAPD. Oh, he that shit's that's done. Louis gonna be the the biggest crack dealer or dope dealer in that area because she's working single handedly with Teddy. Um, but where the fuck is what's her name? Parissa? Pyrissa? Marissa, oh yeah, dude, yeah. Where the fuck is she? That at? was a good little moment, yo. Where the fuck is she? Because like, yo, we didn't know dude had none of these capabilities. I thought this nigga was just a put like a paper pusher. That's what I thought. Working with sissy. 
thought he was just fucking this, detective or some shit. First of all, why is your walkie-talkie so fucking loud that this nigga outside the, the car can hear it? Fuck that. No, that's not an excuse. That's the only excuse. That's Every fucking excuse. phones was big. Everything was big. Like, phones real big. Then, Walkies real big. And then you <laughs> looked up and made eye contact. Everything with real big. If you wanted to be snatched, bitch, just say that. Yeah. It was a dub for her. And oh man, after he got them papers, and Teddy knew it was downhill. Because mm-hmm. I think this is where it's going to lead to the Iran Contra. Mm-hmm. Ex- expose. Mm-hmm. This is where it's gonna lead to. Cause like, like I said, we don't know. Teddy is not in the real life story of that situation. We don't right. know who the Teddy is. Probably it was a million Teddies. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we know Ali North. And yo, when they bring, if they do that whole situation, that's gonna be interesting. Cause FX does a good thing of doing like. Um, real life events and bringing them in cinematic uh, forms with OJ Simpson trial, Monica mm-hmm. Lewinsky. Like they've done really good jobs with those two. Mm-hmm. So to see if they do that in a, like a snapshot version and just in uh, Snowfall would be really, really dope. But yeah, I'm interested to really see next season. Wheelchair Kane. And you know this shit about to be crazy because it's the last season. He about to catch- so that means every episode about to be some shit. Like yo, you already knew it was some shit when as soon as he walked in the hospital, you seen all of them walk in unity together. Oh yeah, yeah, Louis about to die. And then I'm like, where y'all going? And then I it dawned on me that Kane was still in the hospital. I'm like, oh my god, this thing really leaned in and was like, Louis did it. What the fuck is happening? I'm oh, just, you got time. Yeah, yeah, he's just being real petty now. But yeah. This I this was it. this was a great episode. Like I said, out of this season, I probably had like I said three great episodes. The, the shit, this the shootout. was the best episode of the entire season. Nah, the shootout episode, the Ilias shit was still crazy. Yo. It was crazy, but this episode, the shootout episode was literally nothing but a bunch of shooting. This episode, it was shooting. It was depth. You seen where they was going, why they was going there. Yeah, this felt this felt like yeah, this felt like the real snowfall. Yeah, like all season, I've been like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I've been watching it just because I'm a fan, but that's this, how we know we some fucked up shit. This episode in particular was like, oh, this season, this this ending. There was this nine episodes ago. This ending series. Y'all would have give us episodes with people fucking on couches on LSD. I don't this give a fuck. ending series is about to be disturbed. I hope. Because you still gotta figure you still, knock on wood. Because you gotta figure you still got Scully in the game. You still got Louis, Jerome, Franklin, mm-hmm. and Sissy, like, yeah, let's burn this shit down. Now you got Sissy. Yo, Sissy been on some shit these last She with the shit. She was like, Yeah, okay. Do you really want to kill Teddy? Right. Like, what the fuck? Ma, why are you talking right. like this? That's me. <laughs> Ma, why are you talking with this fucking splinter cell voice and shit? That's me, son. Is you ready to do this shit? Because we finna do it. If you're not ready, don't even step to me. You think that's how Harriet Tubman was talking to people the night of Freedom? Like, oh my God, y'all, y'all, y'all motherfuckers ready to dip? <laughs> y'all ready? Y'all not? That was Nat Turner. Y'all ready to kill these motherfuckers? <laughs> you annoying. I'm telling you, yo. But nah, son. I this was a great episode. They knocked it out. 
to really get you ready for. And I feel like this is what it, this season really was. Let's just give them filler and filler. We ended the next season, so let's just give them everything to be ready. All the plot lines and stories and shit mm-hmm. to be ready for next season. Because that's all they did. You got Oso getting picked up by the DEA. You got Parissa getting snatched by Ruben. You got Franklin and Sissy fucking about to burn down the whole companionship. You got Louis and Jerome who are at this point fucking bottom of the barrel. You got Teddy. No, Jerome ain't doing nothing wrong. Jerome did do nothing wrong. But at the end of the day, frankly, if you rob Louis, you rob Jerome. True. Period. But you gotta respect Louis for not popping Franklin right there. And she's like, out of respect for Jerome. That's the, the things like that. Because that, I would have popped Franklin. I ain't gonna lie. What the fuck are you talking about? That little moment is like, fuck, I still love y'all too, man. I, I love Louis and Jerome. That's I would have popped Franklin. I feel you, but what do you mean? That moment right there is the reason why Louis and Jerome are one of my favorite TV couples. Franklin would have been a dead man walking. Because just off the strength that you had enough balls to pull a gun on me, nigga, I'm about to clip you. What are you talking about? And I'm not about to do it myself. I'm about to have Bo do it. Fuck. Yeah, man. They wild the fuck out yeah, this okay. last episode. You fucking think they so. had the nerve to really try to give us an episode with a tiger. When you got writing like this in the tuck? No, for real. A fucking tiger, nigga? That, this season alone set us up so perfectly for season six which is going to be the final season. It's like, it's gonna, it's about to be so many twists, plots, and turns in season six. And at the end of the day, you got to remember, at season, in season six, they still have to close everything because it's the last season. Yeah, yep. okay. Yeah, the fuck, okay. I can't wait. But they pretty much told us the war is said it, 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 it now in South America is... is and it's done. They, they, told they us clearing that. that shit up. So it's like things is winding down. Yeah, so now it's just going to be full blown South Central week. Niggas about to start ratting. Mm-hmm. Also telling it all. Yo. Also telling it all. Because why would you lock my boy up like that? Who the fuck ratted on Oso or or was also so or was also playing so loose that he was following and not paying attention? Probably one of the two, but, but I'm gonna really lean towards Teddy. Cause. I really feel like Teddy ratted on Oso. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. Because anytime Oso was is ready to go, and this one time he wasn't after this whole snow, after this whole uh Franklin shit. Nah, my piece of my piece of cues is up right now. So but I feel like Teddy knew what it was because Oso was in that and he told him about Abby too. Long. And he told and once Franklin told him about Abby, he didn't know about that too. Right. So he probably was like, yo. This Avi, this yeah, nigga yeah, acting yeah. funny. Also trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Niggas is niggas is trying to dip on me. All right, say less. I don't fucking blame them. I gotta give a shout out to uh Dallas and Black Diamond. There's two his two shooters. The these stripper, some, the stripper These some lethal hoes, yo. These hoes is because when Sissy walked in and was like, You want us to frisk her? Bitch, I was I'm like, like oh, what are you talking about? I'm about to be y'all moving like this. Okay, she's Louise. Yeah, man, all of this stuff, man, it's trying to make sure. Because, man, uh, I'm so, so sad that how they did Avi, man. I thought he was Because Avi. I knew Avi was going not I knew Avi wasn't leaving that motherfucking place, though. He popped that nigga clear in his chest. Twice, though. Just because I didn't trust. Oh, man. I love Avi. Rest in peace, Avi, man. Rest in peace, Avi. You in the skies with all of our other fallen snowfall soldiers. So R.I.P. Fatback. Oh! 
Not fat back. RP fat. Somebody need to clip Peach's ass. And I love D Ray. No, don't clip Peach's. Man. I put love, him in rehab. Love D Ray. Let's put my man in rehab. In rehab. He took everything. But yeah. But uh, man, that's that's pretty much it for Snowfall recap for season 10. I mean for episode 10. Um next at uh, next um show we me and Lowe's definitely gonna um, give you a review of this whole season, give you our thoughts on it. And definitely let us know what your thoughts was on this season before we get to that uh, episode two, man. I want to know what y'all thoughts was on it. But on that note, man, I'm going to get to another wave, and we're going to move on to some wrestling. And we're going to keep it in the 420 vibes, 421, because we smoke every day. Every day. Shout out my nigga Juicy J. Uh, let's see what record I want to go. Oh, oh yeah, I got one for y'all. We're gonna go with Mad Villain. Mad that Mad Villainy. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna go with that America's Most Bonnet. Mad Lib. MF Doom. Here we go. I'm a 
America's Most Blunted by Mad Villain off that Mad Villainy classic shit right there, boy, boy. But next, we're going to get into some wrestling recap of the week, man. So, well, not of the week, but the first half of the week, at least. We're going to start with Monday Night Raw and some of the highlights that I took away from there. Um, Like I started off before with Austin Theory taking the title off of Finn Balor, man. Um, We've seen Finn Balor take the title off of Damian Priest, thinking that something is going to come up off of his losses that he was taking from uh all right Beth Rash. But yeah, um it's like he's he was gonna be doing something with that title, maybe, possibly, but the Austin Theory losses and such was still around, you know. But no WrestleMania look, didn't win the Andre the Giant Memorial. What was next, you know? And you see Damian Priest, he's on to move with this edge faction. Austin Theory and Mania moments and such like that. And next thing you know, they go up for the title, Austin Theory and Finn, and he wins. And you got all the Hills cheering him and Vince McMahon bringing him out and all of that such. And it's like the upside is up for Austin Theory, but what is going on for Finn Balor? I don't know, man. I really do not know. And I can't say what's in his mind. Only thing I can go off is, Hopefully the, the money is good enough that he's comfortable enough to be dealing with this shit. But then again, when it's time to contract resigns, Finn, man, it's, it's, it's more out here for you, bro. It is more out here for you, my man. Like you got AEW, New Japan shit, man. You can help progress get back popping. ICW, something, man. Like, this is not it for you, bro. Like you, I know that you're you're that they don't want to push a 40-year-old, even though you look like you're fucking 27 or some shit like that. But it's other places that still appreciate your talent, man. And I think you still have a lot, a lot, a lot in the tank. But I just don't think Finn should be going through this shit, man. This is just getting this is just getting unbearable to see at this point, man. 
very young, but you're talking about a dude, a dude who was one of the hottest acts in the business. It's in my opinion, still is. Still is. Do what he was doing. Universal title gets injured. All we know the story. Goes to NXT, gets his momentum that we that he needed back. And he does his thing in NXT. They move him back up to the main roster. Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. It was like, what do we even do the NXT project for? So the Austin Theory project continues and is moving forward. I'm not hating on it at all, but it's just sad to see that Finn Balor and he, he has to be the one that gets the shit into the stick of this shit. But um, moving on from there, we got Seth Rollins and Cody building up their um feud, going into WrestleMania backlash. Um, Seth Rollins issued a challenge to him to pretty much wrestle somebody of his choosing, without him being without Cody being prepared. Like Seth Rollins wasn't prepared for Cody during WrestleMania, and we come to find out that it's Kevin Owens later in the match. Now we know that they had a dark match prior, but this shit was pretty much like I said, this was just a t- match for the TV. Um, good match per se, like I said. Good baby face work versus good heel work. They're going to do good shit like that together. I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? I'm just really ready to see. I, I like Seth and Cody's chemistry personally, so I'm ready to see what they can do on the mic and what they can do in, in ring together. So I'm I'm all set for that. Um, I can give a shit about this Ezekiel shit, to be honest with you. Y'all know me. I, I ain't recapping shit I don't give a fuck about. And it was a lot of shit on there. I mean, you had... No, I do want to give credit to um, Street Profits being RK Bro, and they told him, like, yo, why you worried about the Usos? Y'all motherfuckers need to be worried about us. And I'm I'm still interested that they're keeping them in the um, picture while they're pretty much ending this brand split. And I'm going to save that chat for when uh, when I get the homies on for real about this ending of the brand split. But um, you got, uh, what's his name? Edge and his faction pretty much... Laying down the challenge for AJ Styles and continuing on that feud. Um, y'all be, be hearing about, we've seen Rhea Ripley turn on Liv Taylor. I mean, Liv, Liv Morgan. I'll keep calling her Liv Taylor. But Liv Morgan, and we've seen little pictures and theories of the purple light behind her that can be leading to her joining Edge's faction, which I'm all for it. I am all for it. If this is the start of it, let's go. It Let's go. I think she would be the perfect woman to add to that faction. Um, let's see though. Let's see what else do we have? Anything else interesting that I give a fuck about? Don't give a fuck about no lie detector test. I don't give a shit about a fucking arm wrestling match. This is the bullshit I really have to deal with. And that's all I give a fuck about raw. Um, SmackDown. I mean not SmackDown, what's this called? NXT. They are building towards their NXT spring break card. And the first match that is announced is the triple threat between Cameron Grimes, Solo Sokoa, and um, Carmelo Hayes, which I can tell right there is going to be a great match. Those three dudes right there is really good scene. I'm just happy that they're giving more time for Solo Sokoa. And you already know Cameron, Carmelo Hayes is, you know what I'm saying, he's money on this show. So he's good money in my book. But I'm definitely eager to see what that match and what else they're going to have lined up for that. Um I'm still not on board with this Brown Breaker and Joe Gacy shit. So, like, but that's the shit that they're into. They're trying to give it with them, but it is what it is. I'm in there for the matches that I want to see. And if he's not wrestling Harlan, I can give a shit about him this feud, to be honest with you. Um, 
let's see what else what else what else I really don't give a fuck about that. Oh, yeah, Carmelo Hayes versus Santo Escobar. Escobar, they had a very dope match at the beginning of the show. Shout out to them. I mean, I'm always good for a, a banger at the beginning of the show. So that was always good to see them um, keep their show. I really wish they will get Santos back in the title picture, though, for sure, for sure. Uh, what else happened? Um, interesting. Oh. Uh, Oh, yeah, Waller fired Sangha and pretty much sent, you know what I'm saying, the Indian Braun Strowman on his solo run now. Uh, I don't really give a shit about NXT like that, though, for real, for real. AEW, though, was a good show. I'm not even going to hold you. Because now we got the announcement of the New Japan and AEW Super Show in June or July, I believe. Um, but no, nah, man, this was in Pittsburgh. We had the coffin match between Andrade and Darby Allen as the main event. We had CM Punk versus uh Dustin Rhodes in the um beginning match. Big, like I said, the big New Japan announcement from Tony Khan. What else did we have on this card, man? It was a pretty solid. We had BCC versus uh Lee Moriarty, Dante Martin, and um Arn Anderson's son. It was pretty much, you know what I'm saying, to give love to Lee Moriarty, but I thought this was going to be the moment that they bring him to BCC, but that's neither here nor there. Oh, shit, I just noticed my mic was all the way over here. Yeah, but no, I think that I thought that this show was going to be the moment that they're going to invite, bring him into BCC, so given he's in Pittsburgh, he has the moment with them, but I guess this ain't the time right now, but I'm still waiting for him and... Dale Garcia to join that faction, man. But what else we have on here? Uh, let's see. We had Jungle Boy versus Kyle O'Reilly, which was a really good match. Happy to see Kyle O'Reilly get the win and going on to the um, Owen Hart tournament. I'm really happy to see that they continuing his solo run. Not saying that he's about to go solo, but still see him, you know what I'm saying, have some really good singles matches that we got to see in WWE. Um, what else we had? Oh, we had the announcement of um Dax Harwood versus Cash Wheeler in the Owen Hart tournament qualifier match. Like that is crazy, and I I love both of them as solo wrestlers. So that's gonna be really dope to see. Um, next week we got Shakara Shida versus Serena Deeb in a Philly street fight. Um, yeah, hopefully this is the last match. I'm not gonna hold you. I love when these two go at it, but I hopefully this is the last thing they can finally move on to other things. Uh, let's see. We had a House of Black promo, pretty much saying they're gonna kill Fuego del Sol. I mean, that's that's right. That's um, self-explanatory. Uh, oh, Frankie Kazarian uh, pretty much gives his title opportunity up to Scorpio Sky with his own homeboy from you know what I'm saying um, SCO. You know what I'm saying so Kyle and censored SCU. I mean, but um. Yeah, because he obviously needed to get back from Sammy Guevara after that uh, low blow in the match. Um, what else happened? We got, oh yeah, we got another, we got the rematch of Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston on Dynamite. Just happy to see my boy Daniel Garcia, the king of Dynamite, back on, I mean, the king of Rampage, pardon me, back on, you know what I'm saying, 
that main event status there, going against a, a dog of Eddie Kingston. I liked, I love their last match, so it was good to see them two go back at it. Um, Jay Cargill, Marina Shafir building up. They she had Marina Shafir um pretty much smoking the um opponent she had today. I mean, not today, but in that match. Um. Oh yeah, we got a open challenge of a ten, open challenge ten man tag match that the undisputed elite uh if offered up well, issued. So I'm interested to see who they um pull up for that joint. Um, we have Britt Baker in a hometown match. Pretty much, it's a hometown match. So she pretty much just had a match to show off for the hometown. Then she won that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was a quality. It was a on heart qualifying match versus Danielle Camilla, formerly of NXT with the Robert Stone brand. Uh, she won that match, and it was a pretty solid match. But obviously, like I said, it was a it was an easy booking for Britt Baker to get into the tournament. Um, you had Scorpio Sky in them, pressing Sammy Guevara, pretty much trying to establish more of this who's the heel and who's the face shit now. You know what I'm saying getting their characters in place. Um, da, 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 da. Dan Housen versus Hook is coming up. I'm not really excited. Some more comedy shit. Um, talked about that. Uh, Butcher versus Warlow was solid. I mean, it was just good to see you know what I'm saying Butcher get on TV. Buffalo shit. But I said pretty much they had the we had the ground. He can't. MJF made him um, Warlow come out with no music. Handcuffs and all of that shit, bro. I love the whole thing that they're doing with Warlow and MJF. It really feels like Triple H and Batista so much, man. So so much. Uh, let's see what else talked about that. Oh yeah, so Forbidden Door. Let me see, man. So that's the main thing I want to talk about. Oh yeah, CM Punk. CM Punk and Hangman faced off finally after CM Punk beat uh, Dustin Rhodes in their match it was a really cool match. Um, but yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to see Punk in the title picture. Let's see if they're gonna if they're gonna give him a strap or if this is gonna be a resume builder for Hangman Page. But I think they can definitely give us a good match. Punk has been in his bag these past couple weeks, yo. Really, really showing that he needs to be in the main event picture for real, for real. Um. But yeah, like I said, though, the main thing I want to talk about, though, my top five dream matches I would love to see from AEW versus New Japan Forbidden Door. Now, number one, off rip, I need to see my favorite, my dream match that I've been having for years. Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr., technical masterpiece, literally... Teach, I can't even say teacher versus student because I don't know if they really like work together like that, but it's literally styles match each other, mirror match like a motherfucker. I'm just interested to see the counters and the, the submissions and all of that that these dudes would come up with, man, for real, for real. That's one of them. Um, CM Punk versus Kenta, the GTS versus the GTS. I know Kenta been waiting for that, that smoke. For years, for years, he's been wanting that smoke. So I'm definitely interested to see about what's going to happen with that match, if they could do that. Um, hmm. Will Ospreay was calling out Pac. I would like that match. That would be a good match um, if Pac is healthy. I haven't seen Pac on TV in a minute. So 
if Pac is healthy by that time, that'll be a really good match. Um, hmm, will be another good joint. You gotta bring Okada over. I mean, you you gotta bring Okada over. But who is he wrestling? That's the case. That's the big thing. I know you. I know we're gonna get Tanahashi versus um John Moxley. We're gonna get that. Tanahashi versus John Moxley is definitely gonna happen. So I say, Brian Davidson, Zack Saber Jr. I said uh, Kenta versus Punk, Will versus Pac. Um, Moxley versus Tanahashi. Mm. Man, you might have to give me G.O.D. versus the Bucks versus FTR. Triple threat tag match type shit. That would be crazy, crazy. I know Jay White going to be in the fold somewhere in there, man. Hopefully Kenny Omega is healthy by then, but mm, expectations not really high. Not really high. I'm going to keep it tall with you. So I probably could see. Mm, Jay White versus. You probably do Hangman Page, maybe. They probably do Hangman Page. I could see that. Or Jay White versus Punk. I mean, or I mean, ooh, that would be crazy promo-wise. But uh nah, I like I keep it MJF. I mean, no, I said Jay White versus Hangman Page. Give me like, oh, give me Pentagon Jr. versus Shingo Takagi. Give me Hiromo Takahashi. Versus, oh, I wish Phoenix was around. I wish, but he's not. But yeah, those are a couple joints I want to see. And there's probably going to be some more when I bring the homies on next time. But yeah, man, I can't wait to see that joint right there for sure, for sure. That shit going to be dumb fire right there, dog. Dumb fire when they start that joint. And that's going to be, what's the date? Make sure I get that again. It's going to be. June 26th in Chicago at the United Center. Tickets going to sell May 6th. I already know those shits is going to sell out crazily. I know those shits is going to sell out. But yeah, man, Forbidden Door is the title, is the name of the card. Irony, right? Forbidden Door. But no, that shit is definitely going to be dumb fire. I can't wait for that card, dog. I think the match is right there. That's going to remind me of the best in the world matches that they used to have on Ring of Honor, which is crazy with them bringing back Ring of Honor and they're doing this. Hopefully they bring back best in the world. Um, let me see anything else before I get up out of here. Yeah, I think that's about it, man. Yeah, man. And on that note, man, yo, thank everybody that's, you know what I'm saying, listen to the joint, man. You already know it's your boy, Ari Starks. Shout out to the boy Loso. Get better, man. My my boy going through that Bovid, man. It's, hopefully, he's going to get better, though. He's going to get better. He's going to be back on the show Monday. I already know. He's going to be back on the shit. Shout out to the boy Sue. And shout out to the whole team. You already know what it is. Get your bars off podcast. Follow us at Get Your Bars Off Podcast on all streaming platforms. Get Your Bars Off Pod on Twitter. Follow me at Ari Starks on all platforms. And you already know. Sue Sweet on that. And I'm out.